Good morning. I hope this is working. Please, can you check if it's on? Hey, sir. Uh, welcome to uh, TCPC, our Wednesday morning prayer time during pandemic part two. Um, if you're just watching, maybe for the first time, my name is Mark Randall. I'm one of the pastors at TCPC. I'm the pastor of care and community. And uh, we're going to have a little prayer time this morning as part of our Advent season as well as part of uh, pandemic. It, I've joked a little bit this week with our uh, staff and other pastors. This feels a little bit like deja vu. Uh, I think Robert mentioned this yesterday in his video time, but back during our first lockdown, uh, we had a routine where uh, during the week, just to kind of keep a, a touch with folks in the congregation that uh, Robert would do a teaching on Tuesday, Will would do a teaching of leadership type things on Thursday, and I would do a prayer thing on Wednesday. And, and kind of when that came to an end in the summer, it, it never really crossed my mind that we'd be doing it all over again. But, but here we are, uh, quarantine part two. So uh, we are going to have a, a time of prayer, and uh, we're going to look at Psalm 138 in just a second. Uh, I will let you know if you're watching this or watching it later. Uh, some of y'all know this, elders at our church know it, but uh, I am COVID positive. Uh, I, uh, I'm not sure how or uh, I got the virus, but I'm on day nine or 10, not sure exactly where. So by God's grace, I hope we are uh, on the other side of this. So uh, our family has been quarantined. Uh, you know, there is a difference. I learned this from the health department. Uh, quarantine is if you don't have the virus. Isolation is if you do have the virus. So I am in isolation now. Uh, sadly, also our son Keaton, our 16-year-old, he tested positive this week as well. So uh, he and I are uh, kind of doing this. Sarah and Keaton, or Sarah and Lisa are here, and they are uh, in quarantine. Health-wise, it's pretty good. I feel like I've had a, a head cold for over a week, and it lingers. Uh, lost smell and taste. That seems to be the common thing, and that that is annoying. But by God's grace, it does seem like. Uh, we're we're starting to get on the other side of that so i would appreciate your prayers uh but it does uh being covid positive make for an easy transition to advent uh of course you know that this season is about longing uh we are longing for christ we're longing for him we're longing for more of him just as the believers in uh, the old testament long for the messiah to come uh, this, this season, this month, as we prepare for Christmas, is a renewal in our hearts of longing for the person of Jesus. Uh, and that, that's what this is about. Uh, we long for what he started uh, to be completed. Uh, we long for the salvation that he has given to us, that, is, uh, that has been born inside of us. We long for his kingdom to come in its fullness. We long for that to be complete. And if you think... Throughout the centuries of church history, uh, there have been seasons of severe suffering, uh, much, much worse than the global pandemic we have now. Uh, but yet, everything is relative. So for us in the West in 2020, uh, we, we have had to go through uh, a year like this where our lives have been impacted. Um, and the result, of course, is there's a sense of longing that we have for this pandemic and lockdown and quarantine and isolation. For all this to be over, uh, we long for that. I assure you, I long to taste again. 
Thanksgiving Day with no taste was just no fun. Now, how does that compare to the rest of world history and persecution? It's not that bad, but still, uh, we get, a, we get a, a little bit of what it's like to long. We long for uh, things to be back normal. Uh, we long for normal small groups. We long for normal church. long for normal communion. Uh, the women's Bible study is this morning. I was supposed to be teaching that. Will will be teaching. But again, it's Zoom. It's, it's not the way it's supposed to be. We don't have breakfast. <laughs> all, the, all the stuff about the women's Bible study that we would love, it's not there. So we, we long for things to be normal. Um, if you uh, <clears throat> have in front of you, you received an email uh, from the church uh, on uh, Sunday afternoon where it's kind of a reading plan, a prayer plan throughout the course of the week that, that's meant to just kind of help the, uh, you and uh, assisting you for the longing during Advent. Uh, we're going to do this every Sunday. Uh, it'll be somewhat based on the sermon that you heard that morning and just a way to keep you in the Word throughout the week with some prayers and confession and assurance of pardon and that sort of thing. And uh, So this past Sunday, you heard Matt Holt. Uh, did a great job, preached from Psalm 138, and that was Thanksgiving uh, that also uh, moved us into uh, the season of Advent. And uh, it was great to, I, of course I was at home watching uh, the live stream, but it was great to see Mac. And uh, We're just going to have to talk about Mac in this way. I remember him being in youth group and now seeing him preaching. Uh, that's just a gloriously fun thing. Uh, but he did a great job of getting us into the Word. But if you have that in front of you, I'm going to pray uh, this prayer uh, that's printed. And um, uh, we will go from there. Lord Jesus. As we begin the season of Advent, our desire is to know your love for us in great ways. We ask that, by the power of your Holy Spirit, you will open our hearts to see your grace and fill us with the amazement of your coming to earth for us. As believers in the Old Testament long for your arrival, so now we long to be renewed by you. And I'm going to read Psalm 138 now. Just set our hearts toward <clears throat> a spirit of thanksgiving and being re, uh, reminded of uh, this Advent season. <clears throat> I give you thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods, I sing your praise. I bow down to your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. For you have exalted above all things your name and your word. On the day I called, you answered me. I love that. On the day that I called, you answered me. My strength of soul, you increased. All the kings of the earth shall give thanks, O Lord, for they have heard the words of your mouth, and they shall sing of the ways of the Lord. For great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord is high, he regards the lowly, but the haughty he knows from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand delivers me. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. So that is our hope. That is our prayer this morning. Uh, I do encourage you to, 
as you work through this liturgy throughout the week to spend time uh, in confession of sin and being reminded uh, that we are pardoned by Christ. Uh, but then if you'll notice our readings for this week, uh, today's Old Testament reading is Isaiah 11, 1-9. I, I want to focus uh, just very quickly on verses 6-8 through eight of that passage. And it's one of the most famous passages. It, it talks about the return of Christ, uh, things that will happen that are way beyond what we could ever imagine. And that, that really is what Advent in so many ways are about. We long to see Jesus come and do things that are way beyond what we can imagine. Uh, let this whet your appetite of the kingdom of Christ. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat. And the calf and the lion and the fattened calf together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze. Their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the cobra, and the weaned child should put his hand on the adder's den. Of course, that, that is a picture of a kingdom, a life uh, where there is no sin, where there's no curse, where there's no pain, where a small child could play uh, with a wild animal without fear, uh, where it would not even cross anyone's mind that there will be danger. Uh, so that, that is what we long for. We long for Christ to come and to make that complete. So here's what I want to do before I close this in prayer. Uh, I want to spend, I want you to spend just a moment to focus on not what Jesus hasn't done this year. I mean, there's a lot we want him to do. But would you spend just a moment thinking about something that the Lord has done that is far better, far greater than what you could have asked, hoped, or imagined? Uh, would you think back over 2020 in a spirit of thanksgiving and just in the silence of your home, go before the Lord and thank him for something that he has done. I don't know what that is for you. Maybe he's gotten you through an illness. Uh, maybe it's an unbelieving family member who has come to know Christ. Um, maybe it's a financial situation that he blessed and turned around. But in the spirit of thanksgiving, let that renew your longing for him, that he still is answering prayers. Uh, you know, in our peers group, uh, we have a family who has shared with us that one of their loved ones uh, has seen the spiritual conversion of one of their family members. Uh, and as they share with us, they have actually seen a miracle. Uh, and even in the midst of all the craziness that is 2020, they can have a spirit of thanksgiving as they recognize what the Lord has done. What's the Lord done in your life this year? How can you be thankful for he has done something way beyond what you could ask or imagine? Take time now. Uh, I'm going to pray, and I would encourage you to think of something and give him praise uh, this morning. So let me finish our time in prayer, and then we will close with the Lord's Prayer. Well, Father, as we consider your word this morning, uh, we do think back on a very strange and unusual year. Uh, but Lord, you have been active. You, you have never left your throne. Uh, you have never quit giving grace to your people. You have been good to us all along. Uh, and we, we come to you now as your children, uh, filled with your spirit, living in community with each other. And we thank you for how you have answered prayer this year. Uh, Lord, we, we could focus on so many things that we want to see you do. And we'll do that in coming weeks. 
but this week, as we follow Thanksgiving, as we enter Advent, we do praise you specifically for things that you have done that we can only recognize have been the gift of your hand. Thank you for these things. Thank you that you have not forgotten us. Thank you that you will fulfill your purposes in our life. Thank you that you are committed to your promises. You are the one who has initiated covenant with us. We are recipients of your grace, and, and this morning we praise you for that. And now as we end our time, we pray, Jesus, as you have taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. May your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And all of God's people said, Amen. All right, I hope everybody has a good day. Uh, if there's any, anything I can be in prayer for, you'd like your pastoral team to pray for you, please uh, let me know. Uh, you can text, email, call, whatever, and uh, look forward to seeing you all soon.